<clears throat> Welcome to Precepts of Faith. This is Conrad DeFries. In Romans 10:17, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The title of the Bible lesson today is um, The Sin Unto Death and the Unpardonable Sin. In this lesson, I'm going to be teaching from the Word of God and explaining what is the sin unto death, um, who can commit it, how can it happen, uh, and also I'm going to be explaining the, what is the unpardonable sin. These are actually two different things in scriptures. Um, and just to, just to give you a little uh, starting point here, uh, now a lot of people die for different reasons. They die early in life sometimes for different reasons. Um, and you, sometimes people will die because of the sin unto death. Um, uh, but everybody that dies, every Christian that dies, has not committed the sin unto death. Um, that is a particular area, and you'll see it as we go through the Word of God. Um, and as we go through here, just, just keep in mind um, there are different ways of teaching, and one way is just as, you, as things open up, you just see it and learn it as you go along. Another way of teaching is to kind of give what's coming up front, up ahead, um, and then keep those things in mind and see them opened up as the Word of God continues and, and we begin to get into more, to more scriptures of God's Word. Um, so that's what I'm going to do today. Um, so I'm going to give you some thoughts uh, and just keep these thoughts in mind and then see them unfold as we go through the Word of God. The first thing is the sin unto death can only be committed by believers. The sin unto death is not sins that unbelievers or unsaved people commit. The sin unto death is only committed by Christians. And the unpardonable sin can only be committed by unbelievers. Christians do not cannot commit the unpardonable sin. That's only by unbelievers. And a third thing is, once you're born again and you have become a new creature in Christ Jesus, just as a person only gets born in the flesh one time, you can only be born again and made a new creature one time. So just keep those things in mind. The sin unto death can only be committed by Christians. The unpardonable sin can only be committed by unbelievers. And once a person is born again, you don't get born again and unborn again and born again and unborn again 10 or 15 times a day. As I was growing up, I, that's what I thought was going on. And I just pray that the Lord would take me when I was born again. <laughs> but praise God, as I grew in the things of the Lord and the Word of God, I learned you just, you may, you may fall away, you may get off the path, you may have a lot of things, people have a lot of things come along. But as far as the new birth being made a new creature in Christ Jesus, that only happens to a person one time. So I'm going to talk first, um, uh, talking about the um, the unpardonable sin. Uh, but I want to begin um, in the book of Genesis, um, 
chapter 2 and verse 16, um, and the Lord God um, commanded the man. Uh, now, it's the man that's in the transgression. Now, the woman is too, but the man was not deceived. The man knew what God had told him to do. Um, God said unto the man, saying, um, Of every tree of the garden um, thou mayest freely eat, um, uh, and here uh, the, the word Lord God is talking about the Lord Jesus. And the Lord God said unto him, Of every tree thou mayest freely eat. And that's talking about Jesus. Jesus, the second person of the Godhead, is always the manifested part of the Godhead. The one walking in the garden and talking with Adam and Eve is the second person of the Godhead. The angel of the Lord that met with Abram is the second person of the Godhead. The God in the burning bush um, is the second person of the Godhead. The pillar of fire at night and the pillar by day and the rock that followed Israel is the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Godhead. Um, the second person is always the manifested um, part of the Trinity of God that's manifested on earth. Um, and then he came and manifest in a human body. Um, and from that time, he never went back to a burning bush um, or to a pillar of fire by night uh, or to any other way did he manifest himself, but he continued and will forever in a glorified body um, be and related to the seed of Abraham. Uh, praise God. Um, so that was Genesis chapter 2 and verse 16 and then verse 17. But of the tree um, of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. Um, for in the day that thou eatest uh, thereof, um, thou shalt surely die. Um, the word surely die here in the Hebrew means in dying thou shalt die. Literally, it means in dying spiritually that thou shalt die physically. Um, so Adam died spiritually first. He had to die spiritually before he could actually die physically. He was so perfect, created by God, that it took, what, 930 years, something like that, for him to die physically. So he's talking, thou shalt surely die. That means in dying thou shalt die. In dying physically, then thou shalt eventually, in the future, die spiritually. If Adam had never sinned, then he would have never died physically. It was actually God's plan that the human race would live on the earth throughout eternity. And that is why God blocked the way of the tree of life, uh, so that they would not eat of it and live in a sinful state forever and ever and ever. Wasn't that a blessing that God blessed the human race with, that we're not trapped in these human bodies with the sin nature and can never get out of it for all eternity. The wisdom of God is just wonderful. So he said, talking about the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that when you eat, um, that they would surely die and now, Adam and Eve knew uh, God's knowledge, um, the knowledge of God, um, but they did not know human good. Um, 
when they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they not only learned about the knowledge of evil, but they learned about and gained the knowledge of human good. Human good is one of the greatest enemies today against divine good. So many people are trying to do good. Well, if I do this and this and this, God will see it. He knows I'm doing my best. Human good. God is not interested in human good to bring about righteousness or salvation or forgiveness of sin. Only divine good and only through the death, burial, and resurrection and the blood of the Lord Jesus is there forgiveness of sin. So they gain not only knowledge of evil, but they gain knowledge of good. But God is wanting us to know that only his ways is divine good. So human good is actually an enemy to divine good. Now I want us to look to begin with, um, is, and we'll spend a little bit of time here, but then we'll spend more time talking about the sin unto death. Um, but I want to begin talking about what is the unpardonable sin. Um, and let's look in the book of Mark, um, chapter 3, and this is verses 22 through 30 here. Um, and the scribes um, which came down... Uh, from Jerusalem. Now these these are actually people that are not born again, and they were talking about Jesus. And they said he they said he hath Beelzebub, and that by Beelzebub the prince of devils, that he is casting out devils. And he called them unto him. This is Jesus here, and said unto them. In, in a parable, how can Satan cast out Satan? Verse 24, And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself um, and be divided, um, he cannot stand, um, but, uh, uh, but hath uh, an end. In other words, Satan would come to an end if he's fighting against himself. Um, no, man can, no man can enter into a strong man's house um, and spoil uh, its goods. Um, except he will first um, bind the strong man, uh, and then uh, he will spoil uh, the house. Um, verse 28, um, Verily I say unto you, um, all sins, and here we are talking about the unpardonable sin, all sins um, shall be forgiven um, unto the sons of men uh, and uh, blasphemies. Um, whether with whether uh, see whether with soever um, they shall blaspheme. Um, in other words, if they're saying that speaking in tongues is of the devil, if so and so is of the devil, if healing is of the devil, all kinds of things like that. Um, he said, all of these things shall be forgiven. Um, 
But he that shall blaspheme against um, the Holy Ghost um, shall never uh, be forgiven, uh, shall, shall never forgiveness uh, or receive forgiveness, uh, but is in uh, danger of eternal damnation because uh, they said um, he hath an unclean spirit. Now here, these unsaved people, you want to notice these are people that are not saved. And this is where he begins to talk about the unpardonable sin. This sin shall not be forgiven. Actually, the rejection of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the only sin that cannot be forgiven, and it can only be committed by unsaved people. In the book of John, chapter 16, beginning with verse 7, he says, Nevertheless, um, I tell you the truth. Um, it is expedient for you um, that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, that is the Holy Spirit, um, we're talking about here, and we're talking about blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Um, he says, If I go not away, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, um, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And praise God he did. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is here today. In verse 8, And when he is come, talking about the Holy Spirit, and he has come, he came and resides on the earth permanently now since the day of Pentecost. And when he is come, what is he going to do? He will reprove the world of sin end of righteousness, um, end of judgment. Um, the word here um, for, for sin is in the singular, not in the plural. Um, he will reprove the world of sin. He's not reproving the world of their sins. Um, the Holy Spirit is not convicting people that have never been saved um, of cussing, stealing, lying, and all kinds of sins. Um, the Holy Spirit will only convict a person that's never been born again of one sin, and that is the sin of not receiving Jesus Christ um, as Lord and Savior. And really, when we are, of course, we, we want to get people not to do bad things, um, but when we're talking to sinners to get them to receive Jesus as Savior, the sin that they need to quit is not, yes, they do need to quit cursing. They need to quit lying and stealing and doing all of these kinds of things. They certainly need to do that. But when it comes to the things of God, the first thing they need to do is quit rejecting Jesus Christ and to receive him as Lord and Savior. Verse 9, he says, of sin, because they believe not on me, Jesus talking about himself. Um, the Holy Spirit will convict um, the sinner, the unsaved person that's never been born again of sin because um, they do not believe um, on the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so all blasphemy against, you know, that people will do is forgivable. And when they attribute certain things to the devil, well, that's of the devil, this is of the devil. They are many times very wrong about those things. But the only sin that cannot be forgiven is the sin of not receiving 
Jesus Christ um, as Lord and Savior. Now I want to turn to the subject, the sin unto death. Um, the unpardonable sin is one thing. The sin unto death is a totally different thing. The unpardonable sin, as we've said, can only be committed um, by unbelievers. Jesus was talking to unbelievers um, when he talked about the uh, sin that would not be forgiven. He was talking to sinners. He was talking to people that had never accepted him. Now we're going to turn to the sin unto death and see what it is. Um, and it's going, we're going to begin in a book, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And, of course, this book of 1 John, he's talking to believers. He's talking to people that are born again. He says, and this is the confidence um, that we have in him, um, that if we ask anything according to the will of God, he heareth us. Um, and if we know that he hear us, um, whatsoever we ask, um, we know um, that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Now look at verse 16. If any man sees um, his brother sin a sin um, which is not unto death, um, and we certainly believers are going to see brothers and sisters commit sin. You see them commit a sin which is not unto death. Um, he shall ask um, and he shall give him uh, life um, for them, uh, that sin not unto death. In other words, if a sinner has sinned a sin that is not unto death, um, you can pray for that person that God will forgive them, um, and if they will receive it, God will forgive them of that sin. Um, he said, if it is not unto death, um, I do not say um, that he shall pray um, for it. Uh, he says, uh, let me back up in that verse. Um, he says, there is a sin unto death. Um, in other words, if a person commits a sin unto death, um, he says, I do not say that he shall pray for it. Um, only God knows when a person has committed a sin unto death. Um, Every sin that a believer commits is not a sin unto death. Um, verse 17, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. Verse 18, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God um, keepeth himself, um, and that wicked one um, uh, toucheth him not. Um, in other words, um, if we say that we have no sin, uh, the Bible says that we lie and the truth is not in us. Um, when he's talking about that sin, he's talking about the sin nature. If we say that we do not have the sin nature, then we lie and the truth is not in us because every person, born again or not born again, is born into this world with the sin nature in their flesh. So, but there is a sin 
that a person can commit, and we will look at examples of that um, uh, in the Word of God. We'll get more into that in our next lesson. We don't really have time to do it justice or to do it clearly in this lesson. But if a person has not committed the sin unto death, um, then they can ask forgiveness. Um, in 1 John 1, 9, um, he says, uh, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us um, from all unrighteousness. Um, so we see believers that commit sins can go to God and ask forgiveness, confess those sins, and God is faithful and just to forgive you. Actually, as soon as you ask and believe and receive it, he forgives you instantly. It, it may not, you may not feel like you're forgiven. You may have such remorse and, and feelings about it, um, but forgiveness is instant, um, but restoration, restoration. I mean, even for God sometimes to use some people again, it may, they may have to be some time of restoration, but God's forgiveness is instant. Um, and that's the way it should be in our lives. If someone has sinned um, against any of us um, and they ask forgiveness, we should forgive them. Actually, we should forgive them before they ask forgiveness. Um, we should have an attitude of forgiveness uh, before anyone even sins against us. Um, it's not up to them to say, well, I'll forgive them if they'll ask me. Well, if they don't ask me, I'm not going to forgive them. Yes, it's up to us to forgive regardless if they never ask forgiveness or if they never change. We are to walk in the love of God and to walk in that forgiveness toward all people, whether they are Christians or whether they have never been born again or not. <clears throat> but God will forgive you. If you would just ask him to forgive you, then he will forgive you. So we see the unpardonable sin is not receiving Jesus as Savior. We see that the sin unto death is committed only by believers, and that sin can be forgiven if that person will go to God and ask for forgiveness in that. I want to move over now to the book of Hebrews. <clears throat> chapter 6, and, and I'm going to begin with verse 4. Now, these are some of the verses in Hebrews here, and uh, we'll be going a little ways here, and then we'll finish this up all in the next lesson, and really, really, you will really get a good understanding of what the Bible's talking about in these verses. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 4, um, for it is impossible um, for those... Um, who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted of the good word of God and of the powers of the world to come. Verse 6, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. 
He says, those that were once enlightened, that means those that were born again, made a new creature in Christ Jesus, received the new birth, and if they shall fall away, it is impossible to renew them again unto repentance. It is impossible for that person that has been born again, that has tasted the good gifts of God and of the world to come and of the righteousness and goodness of God, then it's impossible for them to, if they fall away, if they get away from God, then if they quit walking where they should, if they backslide, if they miss the mark, if they've committed some sins, he says it's impossible to renew them again unto repentance again. It is impossible for a person that has been born again to get born again again. Now we're going to see that as we go along. In the book of Hebrews, let's go back now to Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 1. For every high priest taken from among men, that is here here upon the earth, is ordained for men in things pertaining to God. High priest on the earth are dealing with things pertaining to God. He says that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Now, this priest is going to offer sacrifices prayers, and so forth for two kinds of people. In verse 2, who can have compassion on the ignorant? This high priest can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way. For, uh, for this high priest, for that he himself has uh, compassed with infirmity. In other words, he's had weaknesses. This high priest on earth has had weaknesses. This verse 2 here is saying, and these are some of the more, more difficult passages in the Bible to get a grasp of, um, but this high priest is going to have compassion and pray for two people. One is those that are ignorant. That means those that are not born again, never been saved. And also for those... Um, that are out of the way. That's those that have been born again and they've gotten off the path. They have stepped in the wrong direction. They have backslidden. They've sinned. They've got in a place they shouldn't get in. So this high priest on earth or a child of God, you're going to be praying for people. You're going to pray for people that are not saved and you're going to be praying for people that are saved, but they're missing the mark. They've gotten off the path. Everyone that is born again is a priest. In, in a, a few years ago, we went through the book of Hebrews and taught it verse by verse. Once you're born again, you are a priest unto God. Jesus is our high priest, but we are all kings and priests unto him. That's why if you commit a sin, and I pray that you don't, but if you do, 
then you as a priest can go to God and ask forgiveness for that sin, confess it to him, and receive that forgiveness from the Lord Jesus Christ, your high priest. So every one of us that are born again, we are priests unto God. So let's move on down then to Hebrews. We're in the fifth chapter down to the 11th verse. For whom we have many things to say and hard to be understood some of, and hard to be uttered. Some of these things are hard. Some of these scriptures are difficult to see them clearly, but God, the Holy Spirit, praise God, is making it clear to us, and I've already prayed that he's making it clear to everyone that will hear this word of God. And seeing him, seeing ye are dull of hearing. That word are means you have become over time. Time has gone by. You were on fire for God. You were excited. You were moving for God. Now you've become dull of hearing. He's talking to these Hebrew believers. He's talking to Christians here to save people. But you've become dull of hearing. Over time, you have let yourself get away. You've kind of fallen off the main path. For when for the time that you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. In other words, you've already been taught. Now you're needing to be taught again, which be the principles of the oracles of God and, are, are, and have become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. People that get away from God, they don't stay close to God, they don't stay stirred with God, they don't walk close to God, they get cold and indifferent and, and things they once understood and was excited and, and fervent for God in, they have to be taught those things again. And he's talking about those kinds of Christians here. Verse 13, for everyone that useth milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. Not that they don't know about it, not that they haven't read it and haven't been there, but they ha they're not skillful. They're not skilled in the word of righteousness. They don't know who they are in Christ. They, they've lost that, that. That light has become dim in their lives. They have become a skip for ye. He is a babe. You're, you're, you're acting like baby Christians now. You should be teaching others. Now you've got to have someone teach you again what be the very principles of Christ. Verse 14, But strong meat belongeth them that are of full age, even them who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now, the next time we go into this in our next session we get together, we're going to continue on this lesson. We're going to talk about Hezekiah, that he committed the sin unto death, but he prayed. We're going to talk about David that committed the sin unto death, but he prayed, and, he, and, and Nathan told him, said, and thou shalt not die. God has heard thy prayer. But we'll see people like Saul. We'll see people like Ananias and Sapphira, others that committed the sin unto death, and they died. So if a person commits a sin unto death, he says you should not pray for them, but they can pray for themselves. So we want to continue in our next lesson to go into this. Um, we'll, we'll review a little bit of this and continue on with it. Um, it's an important subject, um, and it may help you. I pray that it does. Uh, 
but it may be that as you get a good understanding of the sin unto death and the unpardonable sin, as you come across people like this, you'll be able to take the Word of God um, and you'll be able to get these notes um, and you'll be able to explain to them, no, you have not committed the unpardonable sin. Just ask God to forgive you. He still loves you. And so this Word of God will be tools in your hands um, to help people that are going through battles and don't know what to do concerning these things. Um, now remember the words of Jesus in Mark chapter 9 in verse 23. All things um, are possible to him that believeth. Um,